hey 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 y'all welcome back welcome back this is your girl hey this is your girl Mikkel from journey in christ here to uplift and encourage the babe in christ we are here to help you on your faith journey hey 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 y'all welcome back welcome back this is your girl Mikkel and this is journey in christ listen i have another one for you so I have a lot, a lot of random thoughts, things that I have been praying about, things that I've been thinking about, things that I've been questioning, things that I want us to conversate about. So this is an open discussion. Please remember to like, subscribe, and share, and leave a comment. Let me know every topic that I talk about. What do you think? How do you get through the things? All of the things. Because sometimes it'd be hard out here. <laughs> It'd be hard, but this week I'm going to talk about some books that I've read that has been helping me deal with humans. Do you have to deal with humans? Do you have to deal with all the things that the humans do? <laughs> this is a conversation that we can have. So one of the books that I want to talk about is The Five Love Languages. Have you read that book before? I have read the book two times before this last time and it was like reading this book was new. Like I didn't recognize some of the things that they talked about. And for me, this was like an aha moment of why sometimes I'm not understanding certain people. Like we're just breezing past each other. We're going through this time of frustration or things that we are trying to comprehend from each other, even try to do with each other. And it, just a hit and miss it's just becoming very frustrating it just a whole lot is happening i don't know if that's happening with you and your parents you and your friends you and some of the people that you may love whoever that may be but for me that had been happening and i stumbled across the book in my daughter's bedroom um and i don't remember if i purchased the book for her or if someone gave it to her as a gift but i do believe somebody may have given it to her as a gift because i don't really like physical books do you like physical books? Not me. Everything is handy dandy in my iPad, on my cell phone. I can just click on the things and read through it. And I like to write like little points. Um, I also like to listen. I listen to Audible. I listen to the books audibly. How are you with that? Do you like to listen to books? Or do you prefer to tangibly hold the book and read? Let me know in the comments. But for me... I find it way easier to listen as I drive, listen as I am laying down, taking time out of my day, 30, 40 minutes, and listen to a book um, so that I can grow, so that I can learn. There were quite a few books that I've read this month, in one month. And it was because I think during this time, it was like, I feel as if God was isolating me. And he was doing some things that I wasn't quite certain of what to do. I just felt like I should be still. Um, and I tried to keep my atmosphere as quiet as possible. And so during this time was a lot of worshiping and reading. And so at um, church, we have books of the month, every month. We have some we have books to read. Um, and so I had already finished the books for this month since last month. And so I was like, okay, 
what am I going to read? And I was like, I don't want to just read random books. Holy Spirit, help me. And then I came across the book as I was in my daughter's room, which I should not have been in the first place. But anyways, um, so I came across the, the love languages. And I just want to point out a few things that maybe can help you. I'm not sure. And maybe you can help me. Let me know how you're able to deal with the people, to deal with the humans and all of the things. And so there are some points that I wrote here that I want to share with you. So from the book, and the book is by Gary Chapman, um, it says, be willing to learn the person we love and learn their primary love language. So I think when I first read this book, I remember reading the book to understand my daughter and what her love language was. And I don't think I remember now what it is. I don't even know now what it is. Um, but um, The Five Love Languages has been one of those books that I realized I need to keep on hand because as I'm meeting new people and I'm dealing with different people and dealing with different people's traumas, there are so many things to learn and the way to love people and the way to interact with people and connect with people. And so I'm now learning again that learning people's, not, not just people that I love, but people that I want to have relationships with, um, if it's business relationships, if it's my clients, to have a continuous relationship, I need to know their primary love language. What do they like? Do they like gifts? Do they like acts of service? Do they, do they like spend quality time? Do they, do they like physical touch? Like they are the things that we need to know. Um, so another point that I have here is that love is important and confusing. <laughs> We need love as long as we live. So there was a point in my life I remember saying, I don't need nobody. I don't need no man. I don't need no friends. I don't know if you went through that in your life. Um, but sometimes you go through that period in your life when you're, you are transitioning and you're changing and you're growing. And as you are growing, the people that are around you are growing differently. Because sometimes we believe that the people that are around us are not growing, but they are. But they're just growing in a different direction. And so sometimes we may be growing in separate directions, but in order for us to grow together, you'd have to spend time with each other. You'd have to connect. So understanding that person's primary love language will help you to connect with that person. And so just saying, if my daughter's love language is gifts, she likes gifts and I don't buy her gifts, she's gonna feel as if I don't love her. Why? Because her love tank is empty and depleted by the way that she receives love, the way that she interprets love. And so I can do all the nicest things in the world, but if I hadn't bought her a gift, or if I buy her one gift, she will remember that gift for forever. And so in relationships, in friendships, it's the same thing. When, when you're in a relationship, in a friendship with a person, um, if their love language is quality time and you don't spend quality time, what is quality time? And that is, I guess, 
relative. It depends on the person. It depends on the place. It depends on the thing. It depends on how you're giving it, where you're giving it. It depends on so many things. But quality time matters so much to that person. And if you're not giving them quality time, then they're going to feel as if you're not showing them love. And so some ways that I've learned through the book of how to pay attention to some of the things that or people's love language is hearing what they say. So if you're doing all the things right, you think that you're doing everything right and the person's still complaining, they're like, oh my God, you don't spend any time with me. You don't take me anywhere. You know that, that it's quality time that they want. They want that um, time away from home. They want you to take them out. They want to share life with you. They want to have experiences and memories with you. But if you're not able to give them that, then they're going to feel depleted and unloved. Um, and so even as children, so when I read this before, I was only reading it in the view of how to love a child and ensuring that the way that I show love was the way that she received love. And so it's the same thing for the person reading the book, for you. While you're reading the book, understand yourself. And so reading this book this third time for me was about me. How do I receive love? And then I learned something new about myself. I learned valuable insights about me. Why I was still complaining about certain things is because I thought that my love language was one thing, but it wasn't that, it was something else. And so this was, I don't know, this was mind blowing for me. I didn't even know how to put it into words. The words just <laughs> left my mind. But I told you there are so many random thoughts. There are so many things that we can learn. So within this body of Christ, we're not here stagnant. We're not here just being passive. We're, we are growing. We are learning. We need to understand each other so that we can love each other. The first commandment is to love. And so understanding loving, how to love a person and how to communicate that love is very, very vital for us. As people in Christ, people in the body of Christ, we want to bring others into the kingdom. We want others to want to love Christ. We want others to want to be in right relationships, right relationships in marriage, right relationships with business, right relationships as they communicate with other people. And so understanding all the things, all the things you can see when I get passionate about something. I try to tune it down a lot, but you're going to see the real me, girl. You're going to see the real me. The season of... <laughs> of uh, being passive and quiet and shy that is long gone so all the fear hit the road jack <laughs> but today we're talking about the five love languages i'm talking about some random thoughts some things that i think that you can use in your toolbox so that you can grow on your journey in christ and some more points from the book that i read the five love languages and so the next point is isolation is devastating to the human psyche. So we talked about, I talked about um, telling myself how I'm independent and I can do this thing on my own and I don't need people. I can do this by myself. That was a lie. That is a lie. Being fully isolated from humans, from people, is never a good thing. That's why... When people go in solitary confinement and all those kind of things, it is torturous. It is torturous and it is not good. And that is why our father created a spouse 
a person, a helpmate for each and every one of us. So don't tell yourself that lie that you don't need people, you don't want people, you don't love, you can't love people. No, it takes work, it takes effort, it takes time. But in order for you to grow, in order for you to grow in Christ, and in order for you to connect with people, you need to understand the people. And so I had in my mind that I don't need people, I don't want people, they make me too frustrated, they just do all the things that I don't, I'm not interested in. But in understanding that, okay, I need people. I need people for everything. You need to go in a bank, you need a human. You, you want to do any kind of interactions, you need another human for that. Um, and I definitely don't want to do life by myself. I don't want to be Paul. That's not, my, that's not my portion. No, I'm not receiving that for me. And I'm not receiving that for you either. So we're going to learn how to love people. Choosing to be kind and generous, going beyond our natural, normal behavior patterns is real love. Wow. Wow. So remember, I'm just talking about points that I took from the book. And these things were like mind-blowing for me. Because the fact that the enemy tells us to not love or not like people shows us how much the enemy is influencing us. And now learning that true love or real love is going beyond what we see as normal or what we want to actually do. And, and showing real love is honoring the person who we're showing love to. I hope you're getting this. Like... <laughs> It's all in my bones. I feel it. Like I'm hoping that you can get it through, you know, through this channel, through this YouTube video. Like I want you to feel it. Feel what I'm feeling. Like I feel so passionate about it because for the longest time, this has been like so frustrating for me to try to love and trying to do it in my own flesh. Like trying to do it on my own. This is after not wanting people. So now learning that I need people, I was like, okay, let me learn how to love. And I didn't know how to do it. I tried to do it on my own. And now reading these books has been so, so useful for me. And I hope it is going to help you as well. Pick up a book and read. So we're talking about the five love languages. And if we choose to love, we must know what the other person wants. How do you love somebody and you not know what they want? Because you're giving them what you want. And so that's the crazy part about understanding the love language. Because the way that I love is how I'm going to give it to the other person. Like my natural way of giving it to them. Your natural way of giving it to them is the way that you love. Or the way that you you've learned to receive love. And so for us, humans that is, many times the way that we show love to other people can be from a place of trauma, can be from a place of hurt, can be from a place of pain. But that's not showing true love. That's not the way that God designed it. And so now understanding that first, I need to deal with myself first so that I know to sacrifice to understand what the other person wants.
it'll be too frustrating if I don't know how to love me and I don't understand me. So the time of isolation helps. A time of isolation, not staying in isolation. A time in isolation helps you understand who you are. So the season of what we call loneliness or single season is the season to understand who you are. How do you love you? How do you know what you want? How do you know what your love language is? So you have to first know you to be able to know that you can make a sacrifice for somebody else and showing and to be able to show them love. And the next and final point from the book is dialogue is critical for love. So communicating, having conversations is vital to love especially with a person who wants quality time this means sympathetic empathetic dialogue sharing your thoughts sharing your feelings sharing your desires is quality conversation this is how you spend quality time with a person you get off from work and you sit down and have a conversation Station, you communicate. You have eye contact. <laughs> I find this so funny because this was something I didn't realize how much quality time was so important to me. And so now I'm realizing that connecting with people, when I don't connect, I just feel disconnected and I just disregard certain people because we didn't connect and now I don't feel like we're together. I don't feel like we're friends anymore. And so I just disregard people in that way because of the quality time. If we don't spend quality time, we're done. I don't see anything going on with us. And so understanding your love language, understanding the person who you love, their love language, understanding your children's love language, understanding your best friend's love language, understanding your parents' love language is so significant to maintaining relationships. And so I just feel in my bones that the Holy Spirit just wants us to understand how to be with each other. We've talked in another video about um, having healthy conversations. And you can just kind of click on that button there and you can head over to watch that video. And that was, I think that was a good food for thought. So today we talked about the five love languages. I shared with you some points that I thought was vital for me to help me grow in understanding humans, understanding how to love, and even understanding myself. I hope this video was another one that was helpful for you. I have so many other random thoughts. Let me know in the comments some of your random thoughts. Hey y'all, thank you so much for watching. Please like, subscribe, and share. Connect with us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and please do remember, we are on podcasts. You can find us on Apple or Google as one of the major podcast outlets. But I will see you in the next video. Peace out, y'all.